Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Press your Welcome to Text Talk, Andrew. I've been playing with our new equipment. I can tell. Who knew? It's fantastic. <laughs> Just a little taste of all the things coming in store in upcoming Text Talk episodes. Ah, yes. We might figure out how to start having sound effects and everything. That'd be exciting. This is why we get emails. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. All right. So Psalm 90. Let's let's be serious here. Let's take this seriously. Psalm 90. All right. We've been talking about the Lord and his everlasting days and, yes. and us and our numbered days. And hopefully we'll so, talk about some good stuff today. Yeah. Well, this is a, a prayer of Moses. We've talked about that. And we're going to get to some of the entreaty of the Lord. What What is he asking and seeking from the Lord? Uh, so Psalm 90. From the NIV, New International Version, a prayer of Moses, the man of God. Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You turn men back to dust, saying, Return to dust, O sons of men, for a thousand years in your sight are like a day that has just gone by, or like a watch in the night. You sweep men away in the sleep of death. They are like new grass of the morning, though in the morning it springs up new, by evening it is dry and withered. We are consumed by your anger and terrified by your indignation. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. All our days pass away under your wrath. We finish our years with a moan. The length of our days is 70 years, or 80, if we have the strength. Yet their span is but trouble and sorrow, for they quickly pass and we fly away. Who knows the power of your anger? For your wrath is as great as the fear that is due you. Teach us to number our days aright, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Relent, O Lord, how long will it be? Have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love, that we may sing for joy and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us, for as many years as we have seen trouble. May your deeds be shown to your servants, your splendor to their children. May the favor of the Lord our God rest upon us, establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. The psalm begins with um, calling to the Lord, talking about how he has been the dwelling place. There's some uh, some discussion of God's judgment, of God's eternity. There's the request that he would teach us to number our days. But we finally get to the real thrust of this prayer. Life oh. is short. Life is hard. And then you fly away. <laughs> you fly away. Yeah. yeah. I'll fly away. I'll fly away. But the real thrust of the prayer comes in this final section beginning uh, really, well, in verse 12, what we talked about yesterday, teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom. But then we've got verse 13, return, O Lord, how long have pity on your servants. Here's the thrust. This is Moses has talked about, we, we've dwelt with you. You are our God. 
you've judged us. We recognize there's anger. We understand that we die because this is the way you've made us, and we die because, well, we've sinned, and you judge us, and death is in the world because of sin, and we, we understand that. And so because of that, life it is hard sometimes. You know, life is pain. Anybody who says differently is selling something, you know. Oh, wow. I mean, so, yeah, uh, yes. Listen, one of the things that I that I got from reading it this time is we've talked about Moses praying this, potentially praying this during the wilderness wanderings. And boy, I get some echoes of those experiences in those verses that you just highlighted. This idea in verse 14 of satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love. And there was a miracle every morning during those wilderness wanderings, oh, wasn't yeah. it? Good the Lord satisfied their hunger and their strength by giving them that manna, that that bread of heaven. And so even in a, in a hard life and in difficult circumstances, the Lord did provide. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us. And I can't help but recall that the reason they're out there for 40 years is because he said, according to the days that the spies were in the wilderness. Hmm. So you'll wander those years, right? They were 40 days in the land of Canaan, now 40 years. And he's hoping that they might have then a, a gladness for at least as long as they have been afflicted or troubled. Um May your deeds be shown to our servants, your splendor to their children. You know, I've talked about that a little earlier. I just, I really like that verse. But when I think about the wilderness wanderings, I think about how there is a generation of people who saw God's mighty deeds. Now they're on the really receiving end of some of those mighty deeds in the wilderness wanderings. But there is the hope that what will the children have? What will the next generation have? They're going to get to go into the promised land. And they're going to need to remember, once they're in that land flowing with milk and honey, uh, life is short, life is hard, and then you fly away. Don't forget God. The Okay, hmm. Let me throw this out at you. One of the things I noticed, this verse that you like so much, what a powerful verse it is, as it talks about, let your work be shown to your servants, your glorious power to their children. That is in the context of bring us gladness. Yeah, it so is. So when God is working and his glorious power is being shown, that's when there's gladness. That's mm-hmm. when there's going to be the compassion mm-hmm. and the good things are going to be happening. And Moses is saying, we need that. Give us some of that. Let, yes. let, let us and our children see this good, powerful work from you. Mm-hmm. Here's one of the things. You and I have talked about this before. I think you remember when we were going through Joshua and Judges, there were some things we saw there. You see it in the Kings. Uh, you, you really see, we tend to think that God's power and working is when he's bringing judgment and punishment and discipline. And one of the things that I've noticed very often is that judgment and punishment and discipline is not so much God working as it is God pulling back his working hand from Israel. Yeah. He's, he's pulled back his protective hand and just given them up to, mm-hmm. okay, fine. If that's the way you want to be, go find those other gods. We'll see if anybody will take care of you. And it's actually when God is working is when they are protected mm-hmm. from all of that. Mm-hmm. And it is when the manna is coming because God is giving it. Uh, it is when he is defeating the God's of Egypt or Pharaoh in Egypt. That's when God is working, when he is providing for them and protecting. And I think that is a powerful thing for us to recognize that I want God, I want to see his power because when God's power is acting, that's where there's blessing and favor Mm -hmm. and good things happening. And they certainly have, uh, you know, there, there's a sense earlier that, um, 
that they're they're experiencing judgment from the Lord right now, aren't they? Yeah. How long? How yes. long? Yeah. yeah, and in fact, you know, we've we've posited under the wrath. Right. We've we've posited the two different times Moses might have written this, either in, either in the wilderness wanderings, and you brought up some good connections there, or there in those final days of the slavery as Moses is kind of coming into his own and starting to realize his own people. And, uh, you know, on that side, I think about, uh, well, give us as many good days as we've had bad days. I, it's hard for me to think Moses saying, hey, yeah, we, we'd like 30 years of good days or 40 years. I like a whole lot more. We'd like the 400 years. Let's the, give us generations of this. Slavery. Like we've had slavery. Yeah. Um, of course, you know, that. even in the wilderness wandering, they might, because those two things came close together, yeah, he might be thinking in, in, those, in that, that lengthy period of time. Either way, both of those sufferings that they went through were because of sin. I mean, we've already, right. Numbers 14, because they wouldn't go in and take the land, they're wandering in the wilderness. Uh, it's not until Ezekiel that we learn, but in Ezekiel chapter 23, multiple times, uh, God highlights that Israel had gone into idolatry while they were in Egypt, mm. which gives us the picture, the reason why they would go into slavery while they're in Egypt is because of punishment and judgment. And he talks about you know, they didn't forsake the idols that they picked up in Egypt. He says that a couple of times in Ezekiel. So that idea that they had gone into, gone into idolatry. So even that suffering was because of their sin. And so now what's Moses asking for? Pity, mercy, compassion. Mm-hmm. We need you to turn, O Lord. Turn us, O Lord, and turn toward us, O Lord. That rather than turning us to dust, turn toward us with pity and compassion and allow us to have these good days. And interestingly, this psalm begins with the Adonai Lord. Okay. And it ends with the Adonai Lord. But here in verse 13, when it's return, it's Yahweh. This this is it's the tetragrammaton. Return Yahweh, that covenant name for God, reminding of this this is a covenant you have with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, with the descendants. Return, have this pity and this compassion that you have promised, uh, that that reminder. And that that's the thrust of this prayer. And of course, we can pray that. We can pray for God because of our covenant through Jesus Christ. Be Have compassion, have mercy. Yeah, and Adonai was the master Yes, name, Adonai's right? master. Yeah, the master name. Lord, master. Lord, master. Yeah, so it begins, which, yeah, I want to talk tomorrow about establishing the work of our hands, but yeah. with calling him master, the, the work now, instead of slavery for Pharaoh, it's, you know, you establish mm-hmm. the work of our hands because we're your slaves. You're yeah, the master. Your yeah, but well, but in great. the middle, but in the middle, it's this Yahweh, it's this covenant name. Uh, calling God to recall that covenant and to bring the mercy, the compassion, the pity that they need so that they can have the good days, which, again, we can pray that. God, we've messed up. We have sinned. And so we know we we know we're a part of this world where sin is just dominant. And because of that, we're only going to get 70 to 80 years. We're going to ask you to help these days be good days. Help these days be good days so that we can bring glory and honor to you. But we know what that's going to take is that's going to take your active mercy and compassion. Because if you if you withdraw your hand, if you don't act in our lives, our lives are going to be pretty bad. If they withdraw his hand and if if and if we do not recognize it, that's where gladness is to be found. How many people do we meet that they're going through life and they're going through the years and they're going by quick and they are in search for some type of gladness, some type of fulfillment. And it seems that they'll try many things instead of God. 
and it'll bring hardship to them later. Sin brings consequences later. But when we miss out that God is the source of the gladness and the fulfillment, that the 70 or 80 years can be richer for being with God, are richer for being with God. There's a tremendous blessing in that that, you know, people need to see. Well, I'm God, afraid a lot of them are missing it. Well, godliness has benefit for this life and for the next life. So they're, they're in this life, the godliness, the turning to God, the seeking God, the living for God does make this life richer and better. And then it has the greater blessing of it. It's preparing us for the fact that this life ends. This isn't yes, forever for us. That's right. And something else is coming. That's right. And so, again, turning to God, relying on God, submitting to God, recognizing that you know, this is seeking mercy. It's not seeking what is owed. Mm. And yeah, so not seeking wages. Yeah, that that's the, the recognition we need to find there as well. And so we need compassion. We need the pity. We need God to turn toward us. We need to be asking God to do that. I think that's what I'm seeing from this psalm. So how about we go ahead and wrap up with a prayer and ask for that. God in heaven, we would ask for you to show your pity, your compassion, your steadfast love, and your tender mercy on us. We know that you have made a covenant through Jesus Christ. His blood has ratified it, and his resurrection has empowered it. And we pray that in accord with this covenant that you would give us mercy. We are sinners and we know that what we deserve is for you to turn us to dust. Instead, we ask, Father, that you turn toward us in pity and compassion and love. And we know that you will. We look forward to eternity with you. And we ask that you help us to bring as many people along with us as we can. It's through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.